Look me in the eyes and give me your human waste. It's Bungie America this week on Why Do You Know That? Welcome to Why Do You Know That? The party podcast that wants to know why you know so much about a very specific topic. I'm Nadia Osman. I'm Steve Slaga. Hi, Steve. Hi, Nadia. We're maybe nearing the end of the Careful. pandemic. I might be Careful. able to see you soon. Careful. I know. I know. Careful Every- what you careful what you wish for i know i <laughs> yeah exactly i i, I wished for oh gosh i, you w- wished I wished for a good 2020 you yeah. were like i, I did for i a genuinely happy outdoor did. 2020 yeah and then so, ooh. Yeah. uh and then for 2021 i went you know what let's just like lower expectations so, yeah so just lot. be careful yeah but i mean yeah you, you know people are vaccinated people are getting vaccinated people i know are vaccinated um which is great there's a lot of like people want to have a debate about like what's ethical in terms of how you're getting vaccinated stuff and it's like look we all just know that we need to be vaccinated for the greater good. So like, you know, there's like vaccine Twitter police who on, I don't know, Twitter vaccine police. I don't, you know, whatever. We're all just doing our best. Like just have faith that people are doing their best and then like, don't worry about it is what I think. I agree. I also, you know, want to point out, I know a few folks who are immunocompromised or have underlying health issues that if you looked at them, you would not think, oh, that person has a massive health issue just from a photo of them. So when somebody gets vaccinated, there's probably something else going on that maybe you don't know about because you're not their primary care doctor. Yeah, it's it's none of your business. Yeah. So maybe or they're taking care of somebody at home who mm-hmm. is or like you just you don't know the full story behind stuff. And it's frankly, none of your damn business. None of your damn business. Um, I mean, most things aren't most people's damn business. So, you know, it feels like I, I agree with you, Steve. I feel like I see a lot of the folks who are like, hmm, must be nice. And I think it's okay. Don't worry. Everyone has to do this. It's, yeah. uh, you're, you will get your turn. It's just patience, but I can understand how, um, impatient people feel almost like you know this entire year they've just been like so ready to scream lunge themselves off a tall building perhaps (laughs) is that a good i'm gonna be completely honest this normally in our intro i'm like piecing together i'm doing the same thing you're doing like trying Mm -hmm. to figure out how to how to Mm -hmm. get the seg going and i'm going to be completely honest nadia early on in this convo i was like i'm gonna let her figure it out (laughs) (laughs) we got we got somewhere i can't Mm -hmm. i can't criticize i can't tell you it was good i can't no i can tell you it was good it was good i can't tell you it's bad i can't criticize because i made the choice to abandon you and oh no and and make you do it i forgive you it's fine so yeah, be do be do be do be do be do. Here's the thing: uh, we're we're going to be going to great heights today. <laughs> uh, as I bring in our wonderful guest, you know, as an actor from UCB and Grandleys, please welcome Colin Murphy. Hi, hey everybody. Hello. Hi, Colin. Hello. Thanks for being How you guys here. Doing? Oh, thanks uh, for having me. And today 
all this all this tall talk, we're going to be talking about Bungie America, which is, that is a, correct. A very specific <laughs> bungee jumping place. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Colin, how do you feel about the the vax policing? Um, I, uh, I I think it, it, if any if there's a shot at the end of the day that doesn't get used. It's a, it's a horrible thing. So whatever we can do to make sure like every vaccine gets used, I'm I, like, I'm all for it. Get rush people there at 430 or whenever. So it doesn't expire. So I, um, I actually was able to get vaccinated. I, I waited in a standby line for like six and a half hours last week and they had some leftover Johnson and Johnson and, uh, Bing bang boom! Congratulations! I, yeah, so, bada bing, uh, bada boom. Isn't there, it funny? There, no. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, just um, I was just <laughs> I was just gonna say it's funny that the same company that makes baby shampoo also made our right. made a vaccine. No, no, <laughs> no tears. more tears. No more tears. I mean, I, forefront I of technology. <laughs> I definitely would have cried if I got Pfizer and Moderna, but Johnson and Johnson, no tears, vaccine, vaccination, vaccine. I mean, it's that thing where suddenly you realize the same people who make uh, some food that you eat all the time also make Dove soap or whatever that also makes some sort of uh, nuclear weapon. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's just like the conglomerate post-capitalist hellscape that we live in where you go, oh, these are all interconnected. But it is funny. It's funny to think Johnson & Johnson, the baby shampoo people, yeah. have now protected me from... Uh, what is ostensibly like our biggest healthcare crisis, like uh, internationally and community-wise, that we've had to go through as as humans? Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. Maybe it's not yeah. the biggest, but it's it's, it's got to be right. It's definitely top five. I'll yeah. Put it that way. I, you guys are making me now wonder too. I've never thought about John. Is, is Johnson and Johnson two different people with the last name Johnson, or was it like a family? Like, I was wondering like, that too. Um, it, it seems like why don't you just call it the, like Johnson? If it was just one family, it would be Johnson. But Johnson and Johnson strikes me as two separate individuals with the last name Johnson started a company together, and it's Johnson and Johnson. I, I think they. That sounds. I would believe Colin. I think you're right, and I think they're brothers in my yeah. in my uh, canon. My Johnson and Johnson okay. canon, Johnson and Johnson are brothers. Yeah, and and Brian and Mark just don't have the same ring when it comes to a mm. big company. Oh, wait, are they really brothers? No, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wait, just playing thought, into your canon. I know, I thought, yeah, I thought, Steve, you were, you were speaking with knowledge on the subject. No. You knew they're not brothers? No? Oh, I'm looking it up now. Robert Wood Johnson began his professional training at age 16 skip ahead a little bit <laughs> uh, yeah robert wood johnson joined his brothers johnson no robert wood johnson joined his brothers james wood johnson and edward mead johnson and created a line of surgical dressings and they founded johnson and johnson so i guess three brothers named johnson we're i guess we should just be glad it wasn't johnson and johnson and johnson i'm yeah, wondering like that third one that's yeah. the movie right who I, got I know. cut I out feel, yeah they all I argue feel about like, which I, is the <laughs> Yeah, definitely. They, definitely, two of the brothers had a conversation with their brother who was not pulling their weight. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, sorry, we're just gonna go with J and J, uh, Johnson and Johnson. 
I guess they, I guess they, the thing is they didn't even have to tell the third brother that they weren't including them. They could just be like, have it sort of be unknown, which Johnson brother was being excluded. Yeah. Not or not. know. I mean, they could have called it the Johnson's three. You could be sitting here right, right now talking about how you got the Johnson's three vaccine. Mm-hmm. Kind of like that. I mean, the Johnson's three has a nice ring to it. Uh, I think so. I feel like the three M the three M people would have like given him a hard time. <laughs> no, no, no. We've got we're a company with a three in it. Listen, listen, Johnson Company. I'm just I, I'm sure your CEO is listening. Just just consider you know rebranding. You know, the the three J's three J's might work. Yeah, yeah. Just saying. Triple or you J. could go by the fr- what are the names of the brothers Robert Edward and J- James Wood. What was that? Edward, James, and Robert. Uh oh. What was it again? Oh. Edward, James, and Robert. Edward, James, and Robert. Yeah. EJR. Like one of them's name was Robert Wood Johnson. So his name was like, I mean, every every Robert is at some point in their life a Bob. So it's like Bob Wood Johnson. Yeah. I mean, that's like such a. I don't think, yeah, I don't. I don't I, I, there's, I don't know what the, the thing is about that name, but there's something about Bob Wood Johnson that that, that, that strikes me. I, I, I can't quite put my finger on it, but. <laughs> I just like the, the wheels turning in Steve's head. Bob Wood. Bob Wood. It's just like Bob Wood Johnson, J, like James Wood Johnson. Bob and, Bob and James got the same middle name, but Edward is Edward uh-huh. Mead Johnson, which makes me think it has something to do with like, like I would say that Edward is is the one that's cut out. Mm. Uh, Sorry, Eddie. Sorry, I, mean, I can't really say for sure because I already closed the Wikipedia page. <laughs> that that's really interesting to me too because I I don't know how, how, if you have this in your family at all, but the women on my dad's side, all of them have the middle name Rose. And mm. I, I, I didn't like my sister, my aunt, my grandmother. Um, and I don't know, like, I, I feel like I also know a lot of women who have a middle name Marie. That seems like a very popular one as well. But uh, yeah, I we, think- I, there's a thing in my family where there's a lot of uh, women with the same, there's like two or three different family names that get shared. And one of them is Sarah. And I feel like um, there's a lot of naming somebody's first name, Sarah, and then going by the middle name. Which yeah. doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but more power to everybody. <laughs> um, yeah. Just like bungee jumping doesn't make a ton of sense to me, but we're going to get into that in just a moment. So that's really right. good. Good job, Nadia. <laughs> I was I, in my mind. I was I was trying to think about it this Thank time. You. Oh, no. This did. time in my mind, I was like, all right, maybe like okay. I'm afraid of heights. I need I need to. Um, uh, vaccine against fear. <laughs> I mean, yes, but also, yes. Um, Okay, so let's get into it a little bit. So Bungie America, uh, founded in 1989 by Dr. Ron Jones, based in L.A. or outside of L.A., uh, the only government-certified bungee jumping company in California. Colin, why do you know that? Uh, I know that because I have gone there twice, both on my 25th birthday and my 35th birthday, and I'm trying to go once every 10 years and it's not and i'm and i'm going once every 10 years not because i'm like scared of bungee jumping i go once every 10 years because this particular bungee jumping 
experience requires you to hike five miles to where this bridge is that you bungee jump off and then five miles back. So it takes me at least 10 years to want to hike 10 miles to go bungee jumping. Oh, wow. You have to hike yeah. into it to go to this specific place. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This, wow, uh, wow, wow. Yes. It's, uh, it's the bridge to nowhere in Azusa. I think it's like, it's a, I, it, it, I want to say it's about 25 minutes outside of Los Angeles, but I feel like everybody says that they don't know exactly how far away something is that's relatively close to Los Angeles. They're like, it's about 25 minutes outside of Los Angeles. Oh, for uh, sure. Everything, everything's 20 minutes. Everything. <laughs> Disneyland, 20 minutes. 20 minutes. <laughs> San Diego, 20 minutes. <laughs> it's like they said in Clueless. It's like Dan Hedaya says, everywhere in LA takes 20 minutes. Which is uh, a very true. bad I, impression. That's Sorry. fine. Sorry I guess all I was heads. doing was ripping off a, a, a line from Clueless. <laughs> I no, but it's <laughs> I probably was too. I just didn't even realize it. <laughs> I think I saw that movie probably I was like like twenty years ago at this point. Oh, you got to rewatch. It holds up. Colin <laughs> secretly wanted to do Clueless for the topic, but I said we've done <laughs> enough '90s nostalgia. Oh so now he's just God. secretly trying to like put in as many Clueless references and jokes as possible. You know, we're like going to do Bungie America, Paul Rudd. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Rudd, he loves. America. And he looked great doing it. Hasn't yeah. aged a day. Um, oh my god. Okay, Did so I go bungee <laughs> jumping? And if so you've been twice. Uh so yeah. this historic bridge to nowhere, which was built in 1936. Uh yeah. do do you know why it's called the Bridge to Nowhere? Yes, actually. It was originally there's so they were building this road in the late 1930s that was supposed to connect the San Gabriel Valley to, I believe it was Wrightwood, which I don't even know if I've heard of Wrightwood, but it was basically this road and they had to go over the San Gabriel River. Uh, whoever was constructing the road to connect these two areas said to themselves, you know what, eventually we're going to need this bridge, so let's just go ahead and do it. So they built this bridge and then two years later in like 1938, uh, like the, I think it was like the fourth largest flood in the history of Los Angeles happened and washed away the entire road on either side. <laughs> so now this bridge is just literally a five. The only way to get there is, have, is via like five mile hike there and a five mile hike back. Um, so it's, it's amazing. I mean, once you, yeah, no, it's so cool. Once you like you, you walk, you, you on the hike, you, you cross over uh, this, uh, through water back and forth as you zigzag up to it about five or six times and like part of the day for this this uh, bungee jumping experience uh, is before you get going you're told to you know dress to get wet because you're going to be walking through a river multiple times and the first river both times I, I went both when I was 25 and 35 on the first river at least a handful of people like fell fully into the water and the rest of the day they're hiking wet and then they jump off the bridge wet and then they have to walk back wet. Um, yeah. Oh, like I hate that one. Like that's why you don't go on splash mountain until the end of the day. Right. Right. Um, that's why you wait outside I, grizzly river rapids for somebody who is getting off and had a poncho. They're not using anymore. <laughs> you don't want to spend a day in, in wet socks is all I'm saying. You got to do a third theme park, Steve. A third theme park water ride. You don't want to go to... Uh, uh, 
Wait, wait, what's the one from uh, Bill and Ted? <laughs> Raging Waters? <laughs> you don't want to go to Raging Waters. <laughs> At the well, end Raging, of the day? You don't want to go to, no. yeah, you don't, you don't want to go to Raging Waters after six, no, you don't want to go to Raging Waters before Six Flags. You don't want to go to Raging Waters before Magic Mountain. There we go. Right, right. There you go. You got it. Uh, uh, yeah. You asked for it. Oh, I should also mention that the first time I went 10 years ago, uh, I was the person that fell into the river and had to go the whole day wet. I, it's actually a perfectly, it's a perfectly designed experience because um, after you hike five miles, by the time you get to this bridge, you want to jump off it. <laughs> it's like you're so exhausted and you're like, all right, if this is how I'm going to go after what I just went through, that's fine. Yeah. Um, you're just kind of like, fine. Here. I'll do it. I'm soaking wet, uh, but no, it, it was, uh, it's a very fun experience. Uh, I, the first time I went when I was 25, it was a, it was a busy weekend and it's like 10 years ago and there's like 70 people that went. So you get up to the bridge and they're going, they're jumping literally one at a time. Uh, so if you wanted to know what it feels like to be like standing on a platform, trying to decide if you want to bungee jump while 68 other people like watch you, uh, and like are going to judge you if you don't jump off. Uh, that, I, oh, I that's, that gives me like water park vibes too, of like walking yeah. down the water slide after not doing it. Yeah. Uh, he, he wasn't there the second time I went, which that actually the, the most recent time I went, uh, bungee jumping for my birthday was the last like activity I did before everything got shut down. Wow. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but the uh, the first time I went, the sort of the leader of like all the um, instructors and everybody who was handling everything, they uh, his name was Jump Master Jay. Uh, Beautiful I, name. I, Jump Master Jay is was an aptly lame, ap, aptly named. Is that what I was trying to say? Aptly named individual. Jump If I saw him on the street, I'd be like. That guy is definitely a jump master, Jay. He's <laughs> very chill, very chill, mm-hmm. cool guy. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It it, it was uh, quite an experience. And uh, before you jump off the uh, the bridge, they have uh, what they call jump school, which is basically them just telling you all the reasons in which this won't kill you to try and like <laughs> make you feel good. Like they're like, so we're gonna strap this. Uh, these four cords that all can hold each of them 1500 pounds a piece. Uh, we're gonna strap all these here, 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 here. You're just gonna jump off the bridge and it's gonna bounce you back. Um, also, before you jump, they 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 weigh everybody because they have to have a certain amount of like tension for the bungee cord, depending on weight, right? Uh, and they usually do it in three groups there's like the, the smallest group medium group and then there's like a, a bigger group uh the heavier group when i went while i was 25 i was like on the tail end of like the uh like the medium group uh which is actually great because the the tension was such that it like really like created a slingshot so i got basically like i jumped I bet I like you go to the bottom and you basically the your weight on that t- amount of tension just flings you back up toward the bridge. And it looks like you're going to smack right into the underside of the bridge. 
which sounds scary, but it's actually kind of cool. Uh, but the second time I went, I was just on the just on the buffer between the the medium and heavy. So I got the like the heavier one, and it was like I was too light for that level of tension. So it wasn't didn't bounce me as much, unfortunately. But I don't know. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? It wasn't quite as, as intensive an experience. Are you? You've never struck me as like because I'm definitely not an adventurous person, and you've never struck me as like a um a, a very a rather adventurous person either. Have you always wanted to skydive, or was it something that like? Uh, you mean bungee jump? Skydive. Bungee jump. I, yes. I, well, I, I mean to to, to Steve's point. Just to Steve's point real quick, it is it does feel like a lot of the reviews specifically for Bungie America say this is more fun than skydiving and much cheaper. And it's it bears a lot of similarities. So, yeah, you're falling. I, I yeah. you know it's funny. I've been skydiving, too. I it's not it, it definitely was cheaper, but it wasn't like crazy cheaper or mm-hmm. like, a you know, um, oh, and anytime I, this conversation of skydiving and bungee jumping comes up, I always have to ask if people would, if they had to do one or the other, which one they would do. And I feel like people always tell me that they would rather skydive than bungee jump. And that blows my mind. Cause I feel like bungee jumping to me seems like less intense. Oh yeah. That's Even a before tough, I did it. That's a tough question. Like when I think about it, it's like on the one hand, like to Steve's another, again, to Steve's point, you're falling no matter what, uh, I guess bungee jumping, However, there's a part of that like rope pulling you back, you know, that that makes me yep. think, okay, there's there's a snap element involved and the fear in my brain thinks, oh, it'll snap me back. But the fear in my brain as far as skydiving goes is, oh, you just will not have an open parachute. Uh, you will plummet and like become a big pile of mashed potato mush somewhere in an open field. Yeah. Yeah. Neither, either, either, neither sounds, sounds good. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to do either, but I can't say that I would pref- like, I can't say that skydiving would really be more or like, I, I can't say that I would rather do skydiving than bungee jumping. I mean, I really have no interest in either. Um, I really am just very afraid of both. So it, it, I can't, <laughs> I can't understand the perspective of I'd rather skydive. Like I'd rather jump out of a plane from farther attached to nothing but fabric <laughs> as opposed to, I'd rather, I don't know. That's interesting. I believe it. That, that tracks for some reason with me, but I, be, but I don't understand why. I, yeah, I, yeah, pretty much most people I've talked to, they say they'd rather skydive. And I always think that that's like, you're falling from higher up. I feel like more can go wrong skydiving. Yes. Like, bungee, yeah, more can go like, and oh, and to, to the point, I, I had the same thought the first time I went bungee jumping is that like, oh man, that I'm going to get like whiplash. Uh, it actually, it looks like it would hurt, but it actually is a much more like when, when you actually experience it, it's a much more natural sort of like your body kind of goes limp in a way when you hit the, when you get to the bottom of the, the bungee. And honestly, the coolest part about bungee jumping is when it gets to the top, there's like a moment before you go down a second time where you're like weightless. Uh, mm. And you're just kind of like, yeah, you're like at the split second where you're at the top, like where it shoots you back up and you're at the top of the 
you know, as high up as you go on that first time that the bungee jump or the bungee like shoots you back up and you're just sort of kind of weightless for a split second. And that's, that's pretty cool. I also don't like skydiving more because the only time I went skydiving, I got my contact sucked out of my eye as I was skydiving. What? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, nightmare. Is that is that common? I feel like that must be common. Okay. No, no. Well, they have special, they had special goggles. Oh, right, right. Yeah, they would. They're supposed to protect against that. And I put a pair of the special goggles on. And by special goggles, I mean they were, they had like duct tape on the over the holes where the, <laughs> where things would get sucked out of, and I think the piece of duct tape uh, fell off on my goggles. So I'm like skydiving. You have to do it tandem, you know. Obviously, if you're unless you, I, I don't even know some crazy amount of hours in order to be doing it on your own. But so I went tandem, and you're skydiving, and I'm watching out of the corner of my right eye as my contact slowly just fades up. Oh. That's a horror film. I mean, when you got your goggles and they were duct taped together, (laughs) did you start to wonder like how many other things were kind of hodgepodge fixed uh, on the spot? (laughs) Were you wondering if there were any other places where they were uh, maybe maybe cutting corners? (laughs) Well, I mean, (laughs) was your parachute scotch taped together? I, I think well, going back, I never answered your question about like I I wouldn't consider like categorize like I wouldn't categorize myself as being a super adventurous person. But every once in a while, there's like I I am like okay, we're like what's something that you know I'll give it a shot once and say that I did it, so I know what that experience was. And I feel like skydiving was at one point was one of those things I wanted to do, and like bungee jumping. Um. So and and so I tried to find what I thought to be the safest place and uh, to do that bungee jump yeah i guess now the duct tape place maybe doesn't seem like the safest yeah but as you get was, older you want to st- you you start to value your life and your body a little more and you start to think like maybe i'll go to the skydiving place where things aren't duct taped <laughs> <laughs> a lot a lot of what you're speaking to because i i had a similar question before steve asked you basically you know do you have a daredevil streak in you uh as we're talking about all this stuff i'm thinking back to being nine or ten and i'm sure you guys remember the numerous ads for space camp yes yeah um, yes. in every child magazine just like over the summer you'd be watching stuff at home and it was space camp and you get to be an astronaut and like when i looked through the brochures that they would inevitably send our house because gen z they used to send real mail to be like yeah. catalogs and then you had to call a number in this whole thing Ooh, like the just... sears toy catalog somebody yeah, exactly. come on this podcast and talk about the sears christmas uh, catalog i, I could go for it Oh man! Oh, Call yeah. to arms! Somebody, somebody. <laughs> I mean, I, when I that. when I was getting the Sears toy catalog, I think Connects was the big thing. Anybody remember Ooh, yes. Connects? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Ooh, uh. that, those are smart people, Legos. Sorry to derail again, Nadia. No, <laughs> no, please. I could, I could go. Oh. I'm going to stop myself from derailing my own thing. Anyway, so Space Camp. When I would look at the ads, there was always this part where it was like. Essentially, you can experience weightlessness. There was some aspect of space camp where they were basically going to test you and uh, on on what it would be like to be in 
uh, zero gravity, I guess. And okay. when I look back on that, I'm like, number one, how many sick children were there just like vomiting inside yeah. this giant container? Two, uh, even at age 10, I was like, I don't know. I kind of like having my feet on the ground. Uh, and, yeah. <laughs> and as as somebody who, um, as I mentioned before on the pod, I'm, I, I used to swim. I was an ex-swimmer like, competitively. And so as a result, for me anyway, getting into the water, going down, it's a very different thing than air. Things up high and in air freak me out. Yeah. But things in water, which freak out a lot of people, I don't care. Mine. So for how much me, water though? Like, how do you feel about the ocean? Like the deep. Oh, ocean? the ocean's terrifying. Everything okay. in there can kill you. So it's. <laughs> so <laughs> it has to be like a big pool. Okay. I, so you're I, saying, I want. Not just saying that she prefers a, like a swimming pool. pool yes. Yeah, like, jumping out of a plane. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't. Okay. I don't see. A, I don't see where there's a problem, Steve. I guess just the the equating. Like, I don't want to go jumping out of a plane. Give me a nice ten foot deep swimming but, pool. But but if if you held a gun to my head and you're like you either have to skydive yes. or say swim with sharks, I would take the sharks. Is what I'm saying. Wow, like I okay. would take I would take the ocean element because I feel more comfortable in water versus being thrown yeah. at a big height. Uh, yeah. And I don't want that, by the way. Like, please, no one. No one try to convince me to go swim with sharks. It's not going to happen. I, I don't want any part of that. Like when I've been just like snorkeling places or like, like there was yeah. a while where I thought, oh, maybe I'll get into scuba diving that I realized how expensive it was. But like, uh, as far as like snorkeling stuff goes, even then I'll, I'll be like, whoa, there's shark. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm just going to slowly back away out of the ocean before it eats me. But, <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. I, I actually, it's funny that you bring this up. Like, like I've been thinking <laughs> that it's kind of sound odd, but I've I've been thinking about like uh, the fear of like bodies of water, like just recently, and how I mean, if you're in water without a life vest, you get like cramped up, you're dead, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah, like that, that like. So I don't need to do anything adventurous. I could literally just get a little too far out <laughs> and get <laughs> and yeah. get cramped up, and I'm done. <laughs> Yeah. Where it's like, where it's like bungee jumping and like skydiving. I'm allowing somebody else who literally their entire uh, like their livelihood is based off of not letting people die doing this thing to handle it for me. I guess what I'm saying is there's a difference between me going skydiving and they just hey here's your parachute, mess it up, versus like someone being strapped to my back who's just gonna pull his uh, for pull sure, their yeah. own. And, and with bungee with jumping, your interest, yeah. If, if somebody, yeah, if somebody, or like with bungee jumping, it's not like okay, this cord will hold you. Just uh, make sure you you do your best. Like it's literally every aspect of it is so, uh, like so, like they take their their whole job is to take human error out of the equation as much as they can. I mean, it's a risk no matter what. It's not like. I actually, I actually, when I went skydiving, they literally get you on, <laughs> they literally get you on camera, saying, "I am of sound mind, and I am not being forced to do this." Uh, uh, yeah, I'm remembering that now. For sky, I didn't have to do that for bungee jumping. You sign a waiver, but for skydiving, they literally, uh, I, I am saying that I am of sound mind, and I want to do this. 
I don't know why that's so funny to me, but it is. It's right? terrifying to me because I'm just thinking of the collection of these tapes. That is like, <laughs> it didn't the Haley Bop comic cult do the same thing? Yes, I think that's what makes me oh, laugh yes. so hard is it seems oh, like a yeah. Jonestown thing to do, which is to say, I'm good. Wait, wait. Now throw me up in a plane and push me out. Are you talking about, are you talking about Heaven's Gate, right? That yes. Was, Heaven's Gate, yes, yeah, Heaven's yeah. Gate, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I guess that, yeah, I wonder what, like, why a vouch, like, you know, so many things, like, if I want to take, if I want to get a risky surgery or do something or, you know, swim with sharks, I don't feel like it's, it's weird that what would the, what would the video of it do that a signed document doesn't do? I'm just, I'm just wondering. Yeah. Yeah, I'm um, sure there's bring a up a I, I, oh, no, no, that, well, it's it literally, they're, they're basically, if somebody tries to say, like, oh, they were, you you know, they were drunk when they signed it, or, like, oh, like, got it, cause that was, a, like, that's a big thing, that was a big thing at, like, car dealerships at one point, wasn't it, like, if they, like, they would serve alcohol, <laughs> wasn't that a thing, I feel like I might be making that up, but I car dealerships so. served alcohol, <laughs> I, I, hey, I, I'll tell you, Galpin Ford has a, has a sit-down restaurant, so I absolutely believe that at one point there could have been a speakeasy or a, or a saloon or. <laughs> you knock three times and you go <laughs> in and they hand you a, a, a set of keys after you've had four drinks. I, I, I mean, believe I, that I, though. I, I, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I think, I, I think that that was a thing at some point. I'm, I'm sure at some point somebody was like, well, we, this is, we can't do this. And I'll bet, yeah. and I'll bet it was like, I'll bet it was somebody saying they were drunk when they signed a contract or whatever, and mm-hmm. probably won that lawsuit. So, and also like you, like literally you pull up this video and you can see the person's body language that they're like committing to doing this. There's no, there's no pr- like outside pressure. At least they can, you know, I don't know. But I do you also do you want I, to I, shot, in? I can say I shot the video pre duct tape goggles. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like do you like, I mean the duct tape goggles Colin, for me what they what it makes me think of is in the first final destination movie um he checks the the lunch not it's just a lunch tray the meal tray thing what's that called a seat tray i haven't been on a plane in so long i don't remember what <laughs> oh, that, yeah, that table tray yeah know. the tray in front of him he goes to like right. move the switch and the little handle breaks off and that's kind of like the first thing he notices of like oh this plane might not be the best and so to yeah. me, the duct tape, because now anytime I fly, yeah. I have to check that tray table, tray table. Right. I have to check that tray table thing just to see. And so for me, if I got goggles that were duct taped, I'd be like, that's my final destination warning. That's the thing where like, before I hit the ground, I'm going to be like, the, duct, the fucking duct tape, Steve, what were you thinking? I, I, I feel like I need to clarify a little bit more with these duct tape. I imagine they're fully, <laughs> I imagine they're fully duct taped together. Like I imagine they're 90% duct tape. No. So they're, so the regular goggles, you know, you've seen people's skydiving wearing those got like that goggles to protect their eyes. So it's those and they're perfectly fine, nice goggles, but those goggles have little holes in the corners of of those goggles uh of regular goggles so they covered up those tiny holes to prevent people with contacts from having it get a better get a nicer tape 
Get a, I know. Do a better contraption. Get get those goggles without holes. Like I. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. I I I feel like the best argument I have is that I'm still alive. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> any any uh, argument I have about the duct tape can easily be shot down with. I'm my, still alive. I'm breathing, aren't I? Thank you. Uh, uh, yeah. I will say that to Bungie America's credit, they quote have performed over 150,000 bungee jumps and continue to proudly proclaim our impeccable safety record. And on another part of the web page, they said perfect safety record with yeah. three exclamation marks bolded. So clearly yeah. they I can't speak to other bungee places or skydiving places. However, these folks seem to take it pretty seriously. They they actually really do. I think so. The first time I went, you know, ten years ago, it was like seventy people. The most recent time like, it was about a, a little over a year ago, right? Literally right before my birthday is March 9th. We went the day before my birthday. Uh, my fian- my girlfriend at the time, now fiance. Uh, uh, Congratulations! Congratulations! Yeah. yeah, we yeah we just got a we just got engaged a couple months ago. We went, you know, literally days before you know everything got shut down but uh we uh that time was a much smaller group i think it was only like less than 20 people and the owner i think uh the actual guy the the uh, ron jones or whatever was yeah ron jones first. we had ron jones uh as our you, wait, you had ron jones he's the guy uh, he's the <laughs> nadia just to give you a, a idea of who ron jones is if you oh i know he's America. the but, owner of Bungie America. Yeah, he's on right. the front page of Bun- he's the front page of the yeah. website. He's a really great guy, super nice. So we went with what Ron was our like led our group. It was a smaller group, so there was only two of them. It was Ron and his wife, who I think it was like ten to fifteen years earlier they had met on like a bungee jumping excursion or something, and now they're married and and she works with them and goes and does the jumps. Uh, and takes people out too. So literally, the Ron, his wife, and the fifteen to twenty other people that day. Um, but they're but he's like Ron is like a super uh, the book. Like the most recent time last year when I went, we crossed a river and everybody was doing it wrong. The way he wants you to do it is. Do you ever play that game like Monkey Barrel where you're like? Oh, you have to link monkey like plastic monkeys together oh, by the arms. Monkeys. Yes, yes, barrel yes. monkeys. Yes. So literally, both the, in pairs of two, link arms like that, and like cross like sideways through the river, and it, like it sounds weird, but it's the best way to balance yourself to not get pushed over by the stream. Uh, everybody like did it wrong on the first little river. Multiple people fell in the water, so we got across, and like Rod, like all right, everybody, hold it up. I'm gonna and like he I it was like the first time I've been scolded uh in in, in since like middle school uh elementary school uh but but it's like because it's a liability he's like super it, it, it was pretty uh pretty intense about it in a, in a good way I meant that in a positive way he was like hey guys you gotta do this the right way were you embarrassed no I no actually I wasn't because fiance and i were like one of two groups that he pointed to and like you have to do it like them oh okay <laughs> so you did it right okay, okay. Well, i did it right but the rest of it, but Got i was it. there and the group was getting most of the group was getting scolded for not doing things the correct way um 
Yeah. Interesting. Right. So I was a kind of a brown noser of the group right early on. <laughs> what? Over overachieving kids running into daredevil activities. Ron Jones pet. Ron Jones's <laughs> pet. What, what, wait, what's the what is the origin of that brown noser? What, what is it? Is it you got your head up like somebody's butt? Is that like you got a brown nose? What is that? <laughs> I've always thought that that was like maybe not the official reason, but like that's what I've always thought of it as. Oh, yeah, I'm with Steve. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta like, look yeah. this up. Like I've always assumed that's the that seems like the most likely easiest answer, but then also you you don't know if that's always the case. Sure, but you can. It's I don't, I don't want to say it's safe to assume, but. Yeah, brown. I mean, what brown nosing? I yeah, because you're just yeah, you've got your you're just so busy. What else could it be? I guess like your nose could get brown if it was like. Uh, I mean, just brown, just uh, poop, just poop. Is brown all brown of. brown nose came into use in the 1930s in the American Armed Forces and is based on the image of uh, sticking one's nose into someone's anus. There we go. <laughs> wow. It's, no. it's funny because that's such an inappropriate term that is that we've deemed right. that we've deemed um, free just, for free for all ages. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I was gonna say. And I, I think children use that one. Yeah. yeah. I know. Yeah. Well. Uh, well. So, anyways, I I was that. <laughs> well, because when uh, you think about it, like if you think about any time you've seen like. Like I'm sure there's been like a Chuck Lorre or like a C like a CBS show where like families watch and somebody's been like, oh, you've got a little bit of brown on your nose, and that's literally just like, oh, you've got a little bit of somebody's shit on your face. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay. Uh, I guess I mean there's probably a certain amount of time where where people like pe yeah w w when in the 1930s when that was said, did people gasp? Like I feel like, like yeah. Was it shocking? It must have been at some point. And then it just became part of the lexicon, and now you're using right. it to describe how you were around a bungee jumping instructor. Which, I if know. you were trying to explain that in the 30s, they'd be going, "What? Yeah, you do what yep. for real?" <laughs> You know we've been to war and there's a depression. <laughs> I absolutely skydive for fun. Yeah, <laughs> I understand. I feel oh. like if I were in that group call and like, I would absolutely like, I would probably think of Ron Ron Jones, right? I would, mm -hmm. I would probably think of Ron Jones as I would probably want him to like me and think of me as like star pupil so bad. Like I remember I did a zipline course in Alaska and the, the two guys in charge of that, like it was just my mission was do it the best. Always, always like volunteer to go first and like make it. So when you leave these, these ziplining instructors are just like, wow, that's the best <laughs> tourist who ziplined through here. I've ever seen. <laughs> Did you ever have that feeling Like you really wanted to, you really wanted to leave uh, that lasting imprint I, on Ron Jones? Uh, so uh, like I said, so this is my second, like last year was my second time doing it. I'd done it 10 years before. So the first question they ask when they start, because like somebody has to be first, 
Like someone has to go first and be the first one to jump. And what that what that first person jumping does, someone else that that's watching is they they say, okay, somebody did this and lived. I'll do it now. Uh, like the first time I went, there were seventy people, and they went with the smallest weight group first, I think. So I was never going to be first. Um, but the second time around, uh, Ron like went up in front of everybody. He was like, has anybody been here before? Has anybody done this before? And I was like, well, I've done it before. So he had me go first. So I was like mm. literally the first person to go, which, which I wasn't trying <laughs> to, to go first, but, but, uh, it just made sense. And then, uh, yeah, I, 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 I received a lot of praise because I, I just remembered what I did 10 years ago and I tried to jump off the same exact way. What are some um, tips from that you have um, that you remembered from ten years ago? Aside from jump, <laughs> <laughs> well, well, there's Make like sure I, I don't know if you've in. looked at the website at all, but there's a number of different uh, ways that you're like that they 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 do jumps or whatever. The basic one is just like uh, they can, they can either strap the harness to you uh, on your chest and you just like have your back to uh like 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 you're facing the bridge and you jump away from the bridge facing the bridge and like back fall or you can do a front uh whatever like a front fall and uh i i, I did the back fall the first time and i did the back fall the second time and both times um it it it, it like you you it's kind of crazy because you literally just you you kind of like they, they they go one two three and pretty much everybody on three will jump, but it's the funniest thing in the world <laughs> when they go, everybody goes three, two, one. And the person like just hold, keeps holding on to the bridge. That would be me. That was me in Georgia, just at the, like at the end of a dock, like five years ago, like maybe five yeah. feet above the water. That was me of just like three, two, one. No, I don't want to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There, there is like a uh, arrow or like an X, like basically painted on, or like taped onto a rock, just about, just like, just off in the distance, and you're supposed to like aim your jump toward that rock just to make sure that you get away from the bridge far enough mm. and like comfortably. Um, yeah, there's the the one jump that I've never done before. They just call it an elevator drop, and it's basically you just, basically you just like scoot off the platform and you just fall feet first like like and basically like an elevator crash um i haven't tried that if i ever if i do end up going again i feel like i might wait is that uh, does the floor yeah. like give out underneath you or something is it like a, a trap door that just like lets you go feet no, first or no it, so there's a uh, like attached to the bridge is like a little mini platform that's pretty much just big enough for you to like climb over to the side of, over the side of the bridge and like stand on this little platform. That's probably about a foot by a foot. And if you do like, for instance, the elevator drop, you basically just step off that platform and you just drop feet first. Um, oh, kind of like, kind of like, kind of like, uh, what's that ride at Disneyland? Yeah. Uh, in tower of terror. Mm -hmm. Well, now it's, um, guardians galaxy mission breakout, but yes, uh, but yes. Right. yes, yes. He yes, named yes. off three theme park rides where you could get wet. Remember? That's right. That's true. <laughs> uh, did you know that you could camp there? So apparently, 
uh, staff working the bridge will camp at the base camp next to the bridge. And I guess if you're camping, you're welcome to join them. However, you can't, there's no fires allowed in the area. Uh, and if staff is not camping, no camping permitted, would you camp? Like, what do you think that would make it easier, Colin, to like pitch a tent I, and especially since it's I, a five mile hike? Yeah, I, uh, I actually saw that like you can do like a night jump or something like that. And I, I feel like that would take away from the fun of like, the, the scenery is like pretty incredible. Mm. Uh, when you jump to, uh, yeah, I, I would do that. I guess I'd camp. I, I, there's, they also, if you can get enough people together, you can literally get your own group. I think you have to get like a thousand dollars worth of jumps and they'll like take an own, your own private group, like in the middle of the week. Um, so, gotcha. you know, <laughs> um, yeah. I feel like I'm doing an ad for this place now. You know, no, you got, well, you know get, get together 10 to 20 of your closest friends who want to go bungee jumping. Well, here's the thing. I mean, this is a few years ago, but there is this right. LA Times article where uh, there, you know, the Bungie America has been going on for a bit. But after President Obama set aside uh, somewhere, uh, somewhere in the two to 360,000 acres, 360,000 acres or so of um, surrounding mountains as a national monument. There's a lot of opponents that were like, we need to shut this down. And according to Ron Jones, oh, wow. he was like the forest service and extremist environmentalist, everything they can to take control of my property. That's a direct oh, quote. Wow. I know. Um, he says, but that'll never happen. I'll still be here after the dust settles and my opponents are pushing up daisies. So this is four or four and a half, five years ago, but the critics wow. were like, basically, Bungie America imperils public safety, damages the environment, operates without required permits, and they were concerned that there was this, uh, basically, the, that uh, the entire area is something that, you know, needs to be protected. The problem that had most people riled up, though, apparently, was parking because critics complain yeah i know it's like for for all this for all this talk of saving the environment it's like the real problem is that people going to bungee america take up most of the spaces in a trailhead parking lot meant to serve visitors who want to picnic or swim in the river or what have you uh, uh which really cracks me up and i i makes me go who who do we feel is is maybe more, I don't know if correct is the word, but who has a bigger claim in this argument? Is it the environmentalists who are like, this should be, uh, we should we should open this up and take away the bungee thing. And if you want to hike to Bridge to Nowhere, you should just be able to do that and not have the parking lot taken up. Or is it Ron Jones who is like, you know what? I am an outdoorsman. I have been doing this since 1993. Uh, I bought a 50 acre parcel uh from the descendants of a family that once ran a gold mine there apparently like yeah. who's right here oh. um i can like i i will say this i don't know of anyone who who doesn't who like hasn't done that hike to know like i don't know how you would know how to get there unless you went with somebody else who, who who has been there because it, it, it's the I, I got lost 
on my way back because they let you hike back on your own after you bungee jump. <laughs> and I definitely got lost on the way back. That's their version of the duct tape over the goggles. Yeah, yeah just uh, sure. go go ahead and uh, just follow the trail. <laughs> yeah, that that's very like um, that's so yes, we will we will help you get here so that you can spend the money and do the thing. And as soon as you've spent the money and do the thing, fuck off. <laughs> well, no, but no, but if I wanted to wait until everybody had gone bungee jumping, you can hike back down with. Them. Oh, got it, got it. So they're not but, just but like, like I was go like, now. I was tired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had uh, like my fiance and I, we'd both finished bungee jumping. And we were like, oh, you know, we're tired. Let's get back. Um, we got, lo- we, I might say lost. I mean, we definitely got off the trail for about 15 minutes and then found it. Like, we're, we're, we were able to get our way back. But um, I don't know. I, I, I definitely think it's a really cool thing to have open to the public to be able to hike to. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like it, it almost sounds like if, if the main argument is parking, it's just people who, want to be able to do that hike without a big group of people that are going to take up all the piping. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's also, I mean, it's not the only regulatory threat though. There's mm. so apparently, and again, this is a while ago, so maybe this has changed, but according to this article, the LA County department of public health ordered bungee America to cease commercial use of a chemical toilet wow. at the site. Oh, and wow. uh, they also ordered a cease and desist order. <laughs> and ordered a cease and desist order. Oy, oy, oy. Uh, anyway, they wanted to prohibit Bungie America from using an unpermitted heliport on the property because Jones had relied on a helicopter to remove waste from the outhouse and Ooh. said none of this would stop him. And as far as the outhouse goes, if I can't use helicopters, I'll carry the waste out in a backpack, which <laughs> is a uh-huh. hell of a sentence. That's all. Just a wow. hell of a sentence. That sounds, yeah, classic Ron. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> um, wow, I didn't know that. I, I'm trying to remember now. When wait, when was that article? Because I'm trying to remember if this is end of 2016. Uh, this is pre. Uh, this is October 26, 2016, actually. So just a uh, d- mere days before the world was upended with the 2016 election, uh, which does make me now go like, I wonder what side of politics this guy lands on. But yeah. it's ni- neither here nor there. Larger no. point is simply that uh, this guy is very upset. If you you can come take Bungie America out of Ron Johnson's cold dead hands. <laughs> I try to remember if there was a. I feel like there. I uh, was like, like I guess this would be twenty. Yeah, twenty. It would have been twenty twenty, early twenty twenty, when we went, and I feel like there was access to a porta potty up at the top where the bridge was. So I don't know if he won that battle or what. So, or I, I don't I don't remember him I like I didn't see him walk out, so I don't know if he had a, a bag full of ways. <laughs> um would you I have a question for both of you guys. So new rules are in place and you're going to Bungie America to <laughs> jump off of the bridge, and you have two options. Option one, carry your own waste back with you. 
Option two, have your own waste in a bag and hand it to Ron Jones, making eye contact to dispose of. <laughs> the eye contact is very important. If yeah. you don't, you will be cursed. Well, because, and also, oh. like, you can't, like, Ron Jones makes sure that you make eye contact with him. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah who, who's initiating the eye contact oh him <laughs> him in a very customer service like th- like and like almost like he's thanking uh, you you know yeah. when you've got like that kind of like waiter that kneels down at the table um, oh yeah like, i'm cool i'm with you kind of service guy that's what ron's like he's like oh cool man no no worries man okay yeah thank you man i'm cool with that yeah i'll take your shit yeah, I don't know that Jaster J would go for that, but he doesn't own the yeah, business, and that's fine. That's true. Um, um, I, I guess my yeah, my thing on it would be if, if these arguments are true about like affecting that 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 like that area and the the wildlife in that area and in that environment. I, and they can close it down tomorrow, and I'd be like, yeah, that was the right thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, uh yeah i i hadn't i didn't even know that battle was raging i think i i've i've only i mean i've only been there twice i guess twice in the last 10 years but i wonder i wonder that came about in 2016 somewhere towards the end of 2016 although i mean they they still seem to be going i mean i don't know how the pandemic will affect things but yeah it it is an outdoor activity it does seem like something that uh you know, as long as you hike with your mask on until you're vaccinated, it seems like something that could still keep going. I also wonder how I wonder how much business has been lost, not just because of the pandemic, but because when Hollywood needs the most experienced bungee coordinator in the world, Ron yeah. Jones is the man. And apparently uh, he has filmed with a bunch of big time celebs. There is a whole list of Hollywood stunt credits on the website. Uh uh the six world records uh i mean they've done quite a bit of work it makes total sense that they would since they're so close to everything um they had the longest bungee jump from a hot air balloon and uh they did a thing for the first the first bullet point makes me go i don't know well it was the longest bungee anywhere in the world so i guess this is the world record where it was uh for the season finale of ripley's believe it or not but i was like that's the stunt credit that we're gonna lead with um no (laughs) instead instead there's just a ton of commercials uh tons of tv uh several big time features i mean I would imagine if you write in a bungee jump scene, this is the guy that you go to. Cause I mean, otherwise you have to go to, mm-hmm. I know that there are giant, as I was doing research, there's big old bungee jumping areas in Oregon and Colorado. There's one place in Oregon called, uh, what was the name of it? Central Oregon bungee adventures. And the biggest one or the, the tallest, I guess is maybe the better way to say it, but, uh, the Colorado Royal, Gorge Bridge, which is considered the highest bungee location in the world. Um, wow. Now I want to go there. Yeah, it's uh, apparently open for invited guests only one week a year. So it's pretty much Whoa. off. Li- it's It seems very... Uh, um, I don't know that bungee jumping could be described as hoity-toity. Let's say exclusive. That's the word I want. It's yeah, not hoity-toity. It's exclusive. But um, you, yeah, I would imagine that Hollywood would not necessarily want to try to negotiate in a different state to like send stunt guys over. So it's got to be Ron. 
It's got to be get yeah. When Hollyweed, when Holly, Hollyweed, when Hollyweed. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when that, Holly- guys? Remember when they changed the sign to Hollyweed? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! New oh man! Day. Several God, years ago. Man. Oh, so Wait, much happens was- here. So much, so much happens. <laughs> Wait, yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah, they had that funny. Like I did, I didn't see it say Hollyweed when that happened, but. Then, like, it, because because they got it fixed so quickly. It was like nine a.m. It was a news story. By ten a.m., they had fixed it because they they were the city just went up there right away and immediately fixed whatever they had to fix. I don't even know what they did. Mm-hmm. Probably like, I'm curious. What other words can you make Hollywood into? <laughs> Guys, what are we going to change Hollywood? Hollywood Land. That's just adding what? letters. Yeah, it's true. That's you gotta that, you yeah. gotta work with the existing uh, what we got already. Hollywood wasn't that a Marilyn Manson <laughs> album? I don't know. Uh, I don't know why I would know that, but Follywood. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, That's here's the thing. Good. I'm. I would love to. I would love to try to think of things to do with the Hollywood sign, but I just got deep into the one-star reviews of Bungie America. No, I should. I should yeah. explain. I should explain. I'm on Yelp, and Bungie America has an average of five stars. It is verified. People have a lot of good things to say about it. Um, they're following COVID protocol. However. I find nothing more entertaining than reading about people's bad, like bad experiences. Like I go to Yelp one star reviews to kind of judge the people who um, decided to leave a one star review on Yelp. Yeah. And my favorite is definitely, I was excited for a great day of hiking and bungee jumping. Unfortunately, there was a very mean employee who was rude and did not Uh. help us. He just yelled at our group and made us feel small and worthless. Ruined what should have been a great trip. The employee was on the older side and was holding a fairly large mug. One star. (laughs) (laughs) You think... (laughs) Did Jump Master J come in with his own mug? Yeah. No, did anyone? Did no, you know no, anyone I, with a fairly I'm large about, mug? I'm, I, yeah, that's what they, that's what they, I, I'm thinking about the person that read that review before they went, and then they went and they were scared because they were looking for the person carrying a very large mug. Very large mug. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I'm, I, I don't know who that person was. I didn't see anybody with a large mug, but. Um, yeah, I wonder how long ago was that review? Yeah, these are all like over two years. That was 2019. Another guy um, wrote a scathing review and Ron J responded. Oh, no. With an equally long. Uh, yeah, there's some oh, real God. drama here. Looks like this guy, while he. Um, they didn't have a harness for him, so they skipped him and gave a harness to his um, lighter weight girlfriend. And he took umbrage to the fact that they. Uh, passed him over for a harness. So he kind of walked away from the group and started climbing where he wasn't supposed to go. And so he got yelled at for it. And Ron Jay just responded and was like, your girlfriend was lovely. She's welcome to come back anytime. You are not. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> yeah. Your wow. dog began as a landslide of rocks directly onto a group of hikers who were, rec- who were recreating in the river below. Um, you were correct in stating they were screaming at you and your dog because you they were fleeing for their safety. 
it's just like that's what i'm saying like i have nothing against ron jay or bungie america but the guy who goes to yelp to complain that i was kicking rocks onto hikers who had to flee and they told me to stop one star (laughs) trying to find colin's review Uh, i didn't review it i didn't yeah I, i guess i should have reviewed it Oh, man. I mean, your review is now. Yeah, this um, is, is the review. I'm transcribing this whole thing. <laughs> oh. uh, would you go back and do any kind of advanced jump, such as an elevator drop or lumberjack, anything like that, um, ankle dive? I, I mean, I, 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 I did sort of. I, I started a pattern. I think, like, I went when I was on my 25th birthday. I went for my 35th birthday. I feel like we'll see where I'm at health wise on my 45th birthday, because once again, it's not the the jump that scared me. It's the 10 miles in, of hiking in that day. Right. Um, yes. But the thing is, that's like, that's how they get you. You have to do a couple other, like of the basic jumps before you're allowed to try that, like more advanced jumps. Like they basically have to see you not, do something stupid with the easy jumps before they'll let you attempt some of the scarier ones. So I'd basically have to pay to do three jumps in order to get an advanced jump. Mm-hmm. That I mean, makes sense. you know what though, as somebody that kind of fell into a trap of uh, going through a training program for <laughs> improv, there are <laughs> things to throw money at. True. True. Um, I will say that Steve, in the same way that you love uh, a one star Yelp review, which I also adore, uh, I equally adore when a company quickly gives up blocking. And Bungie America is one of those companies where it has three blogs from May 14th, May 2014, June 2014, and December 2018. Like that, like <laughs> it's just December 2018. It's just like t- it's only a few blog posts, and it makes me think, you know, whose idea was it to start the blog and why? But we, I do know that uh, one post talks about uh, somebody's mother doing it, and um, oh. the next post, oh, okay, yeah, the, the other two posts from June of 2014 are look out for big horn sheep which uh, is a cool thing that in that area, they're majestic desert horned sheep, um, mm-hmm. an endangered species, which also makes sense why the environmentalism like, hey, let's stop having people tromp through here to jump off of a large uh, a bungee cord when we've got so many of this particular animal. I don't know if that's part of it. I'm sure it only adds to their cause. Uh, a- another post hey, but- about fear being a distressing emotion that's just all in your head and basically like uh you know the next time you're nervous to give a speech or ask someone on a date or go bungee jump with bungee america thank your body for working properly knowing everything's gonna be okay and go for it and then december 2018 is just false news report of a bungee fail (laughs) 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 it's just countering it's it's from Ron himself, the founder and president of Bungie America. And it's just oh basically saying, yeah, this is fake. And that's it. Those are the only pieces of news and opinion that Bungie America wished to share in blog form. Well, to be fair, 
they're much more active on Facebook. It seems as as recent as three hours ago, we had some bighorn sheep roaming near the bridge. So, Ooh. yeah. Okay, wow. so social is just more their thing. I get that. Mm. Colin, if there was like one thing that you would tell somebody who's like maybe interested in bungee jumping, but they're scared, they don't know. They're just like, ah, this seems scary. Uh, I, I, I live in fear most of the time. You know, like a person like me that uh, would rather swim with the sharks than jump off a cliff. <laughs> what would you, how would you- Just a baby who'd rather swim with sharks. Just, know, yeah, what would you, what would you say to a, a, a scared of the air baby like myself as far as convincing me you know how to go bungee jumping i would say that i wouldn't even like categorize myself like as being a person but um i would say i would say i was very happy that i went bungee jumping i think what made it easier was that i researched that and <laughs> this company and they like had been super you know they, they they're very intense they're very safe they haven't had anyone uh die or have any sort of incident and they've been doing this since like 1989 so i think i would encourage people to try it out and go do if it's not this company try another company that has a very long track rec record of safety and like is very intense about letting people know that uh for instance you know they haven't had any incidents they have multiple cords that are strapped to you that are all capable of holding like 1500 pounds and multiple clips that if any one of them broke, you'd still have a bunch of other clips that are holding you in. Uh, I think that was for me, that was like what sold me on it. Cause even when I went there the first time you get up near the bridge and you're like, I could back out of this at any point. I think once you get it, like once you get into your mind that you're going to try this thing, you can check off a bucket list uh you're you'll you'll find the courage to do it and you'll be super happy that you did and afterwards it's kind of a life affirming thing where you do something that should kill you and you don't die and you're still walking this earth <laughs> so that would be that would be what i would if you're somebody who thinks you'd be too terrified to do it uh i would encourage you to like take the steps to try and do it and see where you get because it, I was happy that I did it. I think it's a really fun thing. And it's not something I want to do every weekend, but I'm glad that I did it. In terms of, I mean, yeah, they've been going strong since 1989. And in terms of like safety records and stuff like that, like this is a bridge that isn't going anywhere and lots of, uh, lots of cords that are going to keep you from hitting the ground. And I just think of, all of the carnival rides people always willingly put themselves on that we see folded up onto right. beds of trucks on the freeway put together yeah. by who knows who in, in less than an hour. Like you could do worse. Yeah. Colin Murphy. Thank you so much for coming on. Why do you know that? Thank you. Thanks for having me. This is a blast guys. I really appreciate it. Is there anything that you would like to plug at this time? Um, don't post enough, but I'm on Instagram at, at Colin Will Murphy. This is, I'm, I'm going to plug that so that people will start following me. And that means that I actually have to do something about it. <laughs> hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, tell everyone you know every way you know how. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review. And be sure to go back and listen to our older episodes if you missed them. We talked about some weird stuff. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at Why Do You Know That Pod or on Twitter at Why Do You Know Pod. They're different. And if you've got questions, comments, concerns, whatever, be sure to email us at Why Do You Know That Pod at gmail.com. Let's do this again.
again sometime. Uh-huh.